Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Well, she was a fierce and straight-shooting housemate, but tonight Jules fell victim to the intruder curse when she was sent packing from the Big Brother house in a brutal twist. And here to break it all down with me is the woman herself. Jules, welcome to TV Black Box. Thank you so much. What an honour. As a fellow podcaster, I understand the hustle, so it is such a pleasure. Well, we appreciate your time. I'm sure lots of people are wanting to chat to you about everything that went down tonight. But I wanted to ask Jules, coming in as an intruder, what is your strategy? Because you're starting the game essentially on the back foot. So how do you compete with these already established relationships and alliances? Oh, my goodness. On the back foot is such a, uh, a nice way to put it and such a, such a graceful <laughs> way to put it. You know what? Going in there, I thought my social game is my point of difference. It's why I'm hired mm. for a lot of jobs. It's always my, sh- I don't have many skills in life, but I can, I know how to talk shit. <laughs> Perfect. So I thought I'd have an amazing social game and all of that. And you know what? As soon as I got in there, I actually realized I was amazing at strategy Yeah. Right. and my social game paled in comparison to those big personalities inside of the house. So going in there, I thought I would just become buddy buddies with everyone. And as you would have seen, as soon as I walked in, I was just, um, you know, hugged like a, a hugged by the OGs and brought into their camp yeah. straight away. So I, I had always um, envisioned that I would somehow fly under the radar, which in hindsight is hilarious because that is so not my personality. I'm definitely not a Brenton where I can act dumb as well. If something says someone says something wrong, I have to say something. Um, so yeah, I, I was just planning to, and I, I didn't want to win any challenges, but it's so crazy. Once you're in there, you, everything just changes. Like you're desperate to win a challenge and you actually try so hard. So everything went out the door. Yeah, right. And are you a competitive person by nature? Oh, by for every tiny thing. I grew up with only brothers in a Polynesian household. Uh, so yes. you can imagine how competitive that was. So everything is either a race or a competition. And do you think if you had been there from the beginning, your approach to the game might have been slightly different? Like did you adapt your strategies to the fact that you did come in that little bit later? Yeah, I definitely felt like I couldn't come in and be the Jules I am on the outside, which is loud and proud and in charge Mm -hmm. all the time. And uh, my natural state of being is a leader. I feel real. I feel really comfortable leading other people. I honestly, I feel uncomfortable when I'm being given directions and all of that. But as an intruder, you have to take that back foot. You have to take the back seat. Otherwise I would have been executed even faster. Um, so, yeah, if I had gone in from the start, I actually, a lot of people were comparing me and Katie Williams. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, yes. And yes. I think that would have been my exact same journey. 
Well, I think we saw that leadership side of you in the days leading up to your eviction when you set your sights on Reggie. And full disclosure, we are big fans of Reggie here at TV Black Box. And so am I. And it was out of retaliation. <laughs> it's course, so funny. Like, I, I've been, obviously, I've done a few interviews today and everyone's like, you had it out for her. I was like, were we watching the same show? <laughs> Clearly, like it was and it, it was either I put a, a vote on her or Dave and Dave to me was a no-go. Like uh, Dave to me is just the kindest man in the world. I was never yeah. going Dave. Also from a strat- strategy point of view, Dave, having Dave in would always save my ass because yes, he's very loved as a human, but he was hated as a player. Right, so as okay. an intruder, it's always good to keep those people in your game because people are never going to shoot at you. They're going to shoot at the person they don't like. Interesting. Everyone loves Reggie. So it was just one less shield for me so it was definitely from a game perspective and then that was it and then that was over and then that's why everyone says I was coming for her so hard I was like I don't think we're watching the same show if anything it was definitely the opposite yeah well it was interesting because even as a friend of hers I could understand completely where you were coming from if I was in the game I would not want to be sitting next to Reggie at the end when it's up to the public vote so was that frustrating and difficult I guess to get the other housemates to see Reggie from a different perspective. Yeah, look, I and before we get into it, I am so team Reggie. Like, and let's not get it twisted. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can definitely course. separate the player from the game. And I think that was one of my strengths in there, actually. I actually probably did that a bit too much because I was quite cutthroat. Um, but yeah, look, I understand that it was moved, you couldn't make that move that early on. It would have had to be a very like top 10, if not top mm. five type of move. I understand that. But when you have no other option, it's eat or be. Yeah. So I just wanted to plant the seed. You know, I could, I obviously I could literally hear them from the closet gunning for me. So then I was thinking, how can I twist it? Like, how can I spin this? And I just started to plant the seed being like, Hey guys, have you, have we ever thought about Reggie? You know, have you, have you ever thought about if, if top three, an intruder is not going to win. Like, we don't have the backing. You, you guys have four weeks on us. This is with the conversations I was having inside the house. I was like, you guys have weeks on us. We won't have, we don't have the fans that you guys have. Intruders never won. Um, but, you know, if you're up against Reggie, you may as well hand over the keys to the castle now. Absolutely. So I was just trying to plant those seeds, obviously very unsuccessfully, but I had to do something. Oh, of course. And you actually touched on it a bit there. I find the attitude people have towards intruders really interesting, both audiences watching at home and other housemates. There seems to be this idea that because an intruder has been there for a slightly less amount of time, that they are somehow not as deserving of winning the competition. Do you find that way of thinking outdated? How do you feel about that? It is so outdated because you know what? And I, and I used to think that way, like before becoming an intruder. It is so outdated because I tell you what, being an intruder is so hard. It's like being constantly being the new person in school and you can never shake that. And you can never get in the friendship circles and all the jokes are going over your head. And I got in there, babe, and there's already a fucking marriage going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I was so on the outskirts of Everyone had their little handshake. Everyone, like, I wasn't, no one knew my name until, like, the second week. that I was just intruder B, you know, the girl intruder. Mm. I was fighting for my life, like, every day. And on top of, and, and then you kind of start to lose yourself because I'm like, well, I guess, well, that's the beauty of the house. It's like, well, who am I? If, if without everything, take away the bottomless brunch that Jules loves and take away her friends and everything, like, who am I and what t- type of person I am? Am I? Um, so you start to get really like, yeah, in your head. It's such a lonely, honestly, even though I was sleeping next to 20 people at night, it is such a lonely experience. And that's coming from 
the most extrovert. You, you can chuck me anywhere and I'll make friends. And even I struggled. So I have so much love for the Intruder Gang. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm. And it's interesting, actually, to hear you talk about those emotions that you faced because there's been some discussion this week about the mental health impacts on reality TV contestants. Um, Domenica from Married at First Sight has come out saying that she's being treated for PTSD. So from your experience and from facing these emotions that you just spoke about, does there need to be more support for people during and after these shows? The only thing, I, I was actually quite shocked at how much, they give they give me too much support. I'm booked and busy, bitch. Like I can't be on the phone to the psych every <laughs> well, day, honestly. Good. They give me too much support, but there's definitely, I, I'm all for it. Um, I'm very lucky in the fact that I don't suffer from any mental health issues. Um, mm. I'm just locking on wood, listeners. Um, but you know what surprised me? It's like last night when I was watching it and I was watching everyone talk about behind my back and everyone, I didn't realise how... Uh, not hated how everyone on my alliance was gunning for me. I, I obviously had an inkling mm. and, uh, you know, I kept saying to Estelle, I think, I think this person's out for me. I didn't realise how bad it was and watching that by yourself was really hard. Yeah, I bet. Like I felt really emotional. I think there needs to be a heads up on like a, you probably should watch it not by yourself, two glasses of red wine drunk. <laughs> you know, like there should be a like what you should do whilst you're watching them because I was in this house huge house by myself and I was like this is a lot for someone it's not normal for people to talk so badly about you and you just watch it play out on a screen no not like, that's all. not normal so yeah I think they're just it's almost like we should have a rule book from actually people who have been on not just the psych because you you, you know you talk to the psych but you're kind of like I mean, between you and I and your listeners, like you're kind of like, well, what do you know? You know, there almost needs to be like a Domenica come and talk to us and be like, hey, guys, this is what I did. Still ended up a bit fucked up, but should help. Oh, yeah. It's a unique experience for sure. And was part of that difficulty the fact, I mean, you spoke about it earlier, when you entered the house from day dot, the OG Alliance kind of swept you up into their group and then they turned on you. Was that why it was so difficult to watch as well? Yeah, and even I never ever voted against them. So I still voted Drew. Like I, my like I was so loyal to them, loyal to Estelle, should I say? I always had my back up about Tim. I was like, "There's something off, babe. There's something off." But that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> um, I always had, yeah, I had their backs until the day I die. And it's kind of it's so different to the real world where you just think you're my friend, I'm your friend. We've got each other's backs, and you don't really cross that to that extent. Um, and like I said, that's why I was so shocked watching it back, how it really did in that moment. I know it's not real, but it felt like I was truly hated by my mm. own alliance. You, can't, you kind of start to think, what the fuck did I, was I that bad? Was I, Maybe I shouldn't have made my bed that way or maybe I shouldn't have made my coffee that Like it's, it plays in your mind because you think I'm not a bad person. Like why are these people going for me that hard? But I must have done something. But I know it's just the game, but those are the thoughts that run through your head. 
Mm, and you're right, it is a game at the end of the day and a common conversation this season related to what you were just saying is this dichotomy between playing a head game and a heart game. I actually wanted to get your thoughts on that, especially as a close friend of Estelle's. We've seen both on the show and online since filming Wrapped. This has been a constant point of contention between Estelle and Tim especially, but also Drew to an extent. Is it possible and realistic in that environment to be playing a game led by your heart as Estelle claims to be? Um, yes, Estelle definitely played with her heart. And trust me, it was, it was almost to our demise because when we were discussing who Estelle and I were going to put up, I was saying Drew's got enough votes. I honestly think we should chuck up like Tully or Gabby because it's going to put the house in a tailspin because if it's us three it's it's an obvious choice it's like don't so as long as Stelly and I aren't together that was our worst outcome so and she just could not do it so she was definitely a heart player and you know sometimes I'd we'd, we'd be talking and she'll still she'll still be hung up on the lolly situation or something I'm like okay <laughs> that's that's all fine and dandy but they're out here making plans about your future whilst you're still living in mm. the past look I think some motives they're obviously going to be uh head motives but she's definitely a heart player more than the average person she's not throat still so do you think some of the criticism that's been leveled against her has been unfair yeah I think it's been unfair I just think it's because people have been on the opposite the receiving end so they're they're probably like you don't have a heart it's like no she has a heart just not for you (laughs) just not like you just you're not if you're not one of her friends or anyone in that house she would have discussions with Johnson or or someone and she would say honestly I'm not putting you up and she would always keep her word to those people it's just I feel like the the criticism that she's getting is from the people that she just wasn't as close to and I I guess that's half heart half head like Mm. that's kind of like we were all playing so maybe it's both yeah now obviously this eviction was a little different than usual with Brenton and Tim holding all the power when that twist was revealed and it was between you and Drew, you must have known you were in trouble, right? A hundred percent. Oh, my gosh. As soon as Sonia, like, it stopped, I was like, please, no, please, no, please. So as soon as we walked into that room and they still weren't with us, I was dreading for, I was like, I am done. Just pull up the car now, please. <laughs> because I had just listened to Tim for the last 24 hours drag me through the mud and, you know, say, you know, rally do his Tim thing so and then next to his best friend Drew like I had no chance and with Brenton like obviously we had made like a I won't put up you if you don't put up me little intruder cute little pact but he was so um I just understand the magic that Tim has over people and I knew that Mm. I didn't stand a chance no I mean it would have been a really good story if it was so close but I don't think it, it was Yeah. And had it been a regular eviction, do you think you had the numbers to make it through? Because from a viewer's perspective, it did seem very, very close. I actually had completely forgotten that Tully was the one to put me up until watching it back. So I had always thought that it could, it was so close and it could go either way, but it was always going to come down to a few swing votes. Mm. And Tully was one of those swing votes. So I've calculated it now and I, I still think I would have gone home. Yeah. But yes, I agree. I think it would have been so close because Gully, Gully, actually, that's a good way. Gabby and Tully, Gully, <laughs> they were always kind of in between and flipping and flopping, but they were so under Drew's thumb that I would have been stuffed. Yeah. Well, we're approaching the pointy end of the competition. We're just a few weeks away from the finale. I think I know the answer, but I have to ask, who would you like to see take it out? 
obviously my girl Stell, if like there is no one else and the listeners can all agree, love her or hate her, there is no one else in that house who has had to fight mm, every day true. because the newbies have been coming for her since she opened her mouth, it seems. Um, my girl Stell, I, I would love a huge feminist so I'd love a girl to take it out. I'd love Alicia to take it out. Yeah, she's great. She's a little terror, like a little terrier as well. So either one of those gals. Yeah, well, I can't wait to see what happens. Big Brother continues Monday to Wednesday next week on 7 and 7 Plus. And be sure to come back to TV Black Box for interviews with all of the evicted housemates. Jules, thank you so much for joining me and well done on a great game. Thank you so much. I love your jumper, by the way. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.